All right. First of all, I smash Syracuse open now in Salve. Go check them out, guys. Now, titles go. Only one wife. Talk me out of my pants. Rage quit. Digital losers. Quid supremacy. Shatner in space. Pity the fool. Paralyzingly boring. Blockbuster basement. Movie rain. The wrong well now. And Calvid. All right, let's do this. Warning. What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. My fellow citizens of the great geek pod nation, I come to you today to report that I have faced down the horrors of COVID and I have won. As you assuredly know, COVID invaded my household, infecting everyone in its wake, except for one lone individual, perhaps the strongest individual, that individual being myself. As everyone around me mildly fell to the ravages of COVID, I stood triumphant against its dark embrace. I remained healthy and continue to test negative. Now, they say that I'm immune. I feel so powerful and I'd walk into our audience and I'll kiss everyone in that audience. I'll kiss the guys and the beautiful women and everybody. Um, I'll just, I'll just give you a big fat kiss. Uh, not, not you, Greg. No, not, not you either, lady. Your mustache is thicker than mine. Anyway, now you have a host who doesn't have to hide in a basement like his competition. You have a host who is immune which is a big, I think, which is a very, very important thing, frankly. All I know is I feel very good. I mean, really, really good. I'm totally negative. And, uh, you know, I, I, I guess you have immunity for a certain period of time, too. But I, I have to tell you, I, I feel fantastically. I feel, I feel really, really good. And I even feel good by the fact that, you know, the word immunity means something. You know, having, having really a, a protective glow means something. I think it's very important to have that. To have that is a very, very important thing. Maybe it's, it's my blood. I, I've been told I have special blood. 
maybe the most specialist blood ever. It's it's really really special blood. I I I, I don't know for certain why, but I feel like my immunity proves that I'm special and I'm destined to continue to be great and and healthy and immune. Definitely immune. De- definitely immune and special. That's all for now, Geek Pod Nation. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. Uh, I'm Hugh. Yes, I'm Forbes. And I'm disgusted. Anyway, uh, guys, what's got you geeked? Well, I'm not geeked at all this week, Paul. I can't be geeked. Let me tell you why. I, I, I'm going to talk about something that happened a little later in the show, the start of the new segment, but that wasn't the only thing that's gone on this week. Um, I am ridiculously sore and busting my ass with supernatural VR and all of my muscles hurt, um, which is a good thing, but it's also a bad thing because every time I move, it's like all my muscles are frozen, but whatever. But, you know, that would be okay, except today was the beginning of the diet. That point in my life where more than 50% of everything I eat is made of fucking cauliflower. So I, I, I just, I can't be in a great mood today. Um, I'm having a really hard time finding Pepsi Zero Mango. It's, it's, it hasn't been discontinued, but nobody has stock nationwide and nobody knows why. And Pepsi's like, oh, we'll get some to you eventually. You know, from New York to Florida, all the way out to California, no one can find it. And finally, a piece of news came out today that just really pissed me off. Uh, you remember a while back, I talked about the whole drama about the FDA approved vape devices and how, you know, it was all just to put money back into big tobacco's pocket. Guess what happened today? The FDA finally released their first three approved vape devices. Those three devices are all from a company called Views. Guess who owns Views? Marlboro. No. Next one, R.J. Reynolds, the maker of camels. It's almost it's almost like it's a scam to give the vaping market to big tobacco. But oh well, whatever. Never mind. We don't want to see it. So yeah, that's. I'm just disgusted. And, and, and of course you gave me something more to be disgusted about. So thank you for uh, piling on this week. That's, that's great. I have a question. What, what, what makes those approved vape devices different from every other vape (laughs) device out there? Well, I I mean, is there, is there a stated difference? uh, There's not in, in, I get me, you might not have been on the show when I talked about this. So let me try to make this super brief. Um, when Ivali came out, you know, the whole uh, sickness that ended up being from marijuana cartridges and shit, people said, no, the FDA has to, to regulate the vaping industry. So what they did is they got a bunch of uh, tobacco company executives to help help them write the, what they're called the deeming regulations. And basically uh, what ended up happening is uh, at a certain point here in the near future, for you to offer a vape device, you have to file a $2 million per device patent with the FDA. And, and this oh. also means like, if like, let's say you're making flavors. I make blueberry vape juice. I make it in three different nicotine levels. That's $2 million per level. Wow. You walk into a vape store, you see all of the, the flavors and all that stuff, but also look at devices. Okay. I, I make a device. All right. I have to $2 million for that. I want to make a tank. 
to go on that device, $2 million for that. I'd like to have a few different sizes for people that, you know, maybe want small tanks or some people want big ones that they don't have to fill all day. $2 million for everything. The only companies that can afford to apply for those are big tobacco. And that's exactly what, you know, I said way back when, when I first talked about this, that this entire thing is to just give the vaping industry to big tobacco. And that's exactly what's happening. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's a scam. And, and there's a lot more to it, Kev. Uh, uh, I don't want to get into it here because I've talked about it before, but it, there really is a conspiracy here. And I can, in, in a few minutes, I can give you a breakdown because this benefits everybody financially, including the, the states, the governments. It's not just taxes. It's um, back in 93 when they had the lawsuits and the tobacco company said, yeah, okay, we'll put warnings on cigarettes. Um, they also had to pay states every single year for every tobacco related illness or death. All right. That's a big check per state every year. Mm -hmm. That money was supposed to go for tobacco prevention. The only state that the, the highest state that actually uses or the highest percentage is like 4% of that budget actually goes to that. Most of the states it's one or 2% and some of it it's none, but you know what those states did? I guess I am going into this. Um, this happened 30 years ago. They immediately turned around and said, Hey, everybody smokes. They're not going to quit no matter what. So they took loans on those future earnings. Oh my God. And those loans are coming due now because it's been about 30 years. And those tobacco bonds is what they're called. They're in your 401k. They're in everything. And all of those things are going to default because less people are dying of tobacco related illnesses. So this has all been a concerted effort to get people off vaping and back to cigarettes, or at the very least to get the money going back to big tobacco. Otherwise, the states are all going to default on their loans. 401ks are going to crash. Investments are, are going to have all sorts of issues. And that's not counting the fact that um, the states aren't getting the tax revenue from it. That's something they want. It, it's, there are so many levels to this where at any point someone could have looked at it and said, you know, this looks kind of fishy to me. And everybody, including both the left and right uh, media, ignore it. It's, it's shaken my faith. In, in our entire system. It's really that bad. But you've never heard any of that. You're a smart guy. You, you read all sorts of news. You had no idea. Right. Yeah. Nobody does because no, nobody will. It doesn't all sound new to me. Well, I mean, most people don't because they're not. Why, why are we not talking about this? It's definitely not mainstream. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if, if this was me, John Q business owner doing something shady to put money back in my pocket, you know, I'd be getting my ass ripped on Facebook and end up in jail. But when all of the governments do it together, it's like, eh, we're just not going to talk about that. Let's talk about all the kids that are vaping. Yeah, that, that's the one you do see, see all the time is the anti-vaping ads about it depressing people and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Are, are more kids vaping than would have been smoking? Right. Okay, if if a hundred kids were smoking years ago, now we have vapes. Fifty of them smoke, fifty of them vape. You know, at least one of those is a healthier alternative. But no, they're 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 acting like you know, and, and you know they they have a point there. They don't want companies going after the kids. You know, you know what companies are going after the kids? All those little uh, devices you see in the convenience stores. You know mm -hmm. who makes all those fucking devices? Again big tobacco the actual vape companies like like smock this is you know I'll, i like smock and i have a few other brands all this shit these 
technological marvels, I'll call them, because there's a hell of a lot more in this than there are in those stupid sticks in the convenience store. These companies don't market to anybody. They sell to stores, not convenience stores, actual vape shops. Vape shops had signs that said you must be 18 years or older to enter before that was a law. Since their inception, they were policing themselves. All of this outrage is completely made up. Manufactured, yes. Yeah, it's insane. God, why did you make me go off on this? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, uh, I I want to get into this conversation, but I don't because we have other things to do. So exactly. Okay, we can talk about it some other time. Let's 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 put a pin in that one. Then we'll we'll come back around to that at some point. Um. <laughs> Corps, what's got you geeked? Um, not really geeked. Uh, just kind of upset. White Sox are out here. of the playoffs. Huh? I said there's a theme here. <laughs> yeah, White Sox are out of the playoffs. They, uh, they did not do all that well. I've got a smile on his face. So, yeah, that's it for me. It's been kind of a, a low, slow week, I guess. So, that's it. I got nothing else. I'm not going to go into a big, long spiel. You're not going to go on a rant about the White Sox? Well, you you should. It's your it's your moment to shine, Corbs. It is my moment to shine. I mean, the White Sox were. I mean, they were picked to win the Central. They did. They just didn't play well against the better teams in the, the league. They were like under 500 against all the playoff teams, and the Astros made them look like made them look foolish. They did win one game, but they lost the first game like. Seven or eight to one, or something like that. It, it, it was bad. So, so hopefully next year, some year, some year in the near future here, maybe I'll get a winning team. The Colts suck this year too. Hey, how about how about John Gruden? Yeah, that 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 happened quick. They they weren't fucking around with that one. They yeah, but I, see that my my whole thing with that is is every. I think every coach has said something to that effect. My, Can and, someone and, explain that to me really quick? Because I've seen memes, but I have no idea what the fuck this is about. Uh, John Gruden basically had a chain of emails going back, what, seven years, Paul? Something like that? I believe so, yes. Um, where he was talking about, like, the owner of the Washington Redskins, the commissioner of football. This is when he wasn't part of football. So when he was part of ESPN covering football, but so they, I guess they uncovered it. And it, I mean, it was racial, there was racial stuff in there, uh-huh. stuff like that, you know, but. Shit you can't get away with today. Gotcha. Yeah, but on the same yeah. token, you got some, you got some guys that are in the league that are beating women. They're, they're still in the league. Murdering people. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, he's not in the league anymore. He, he's in the hall of fame now. Right. Right, yeah, Ray Lewis, yeah. But, you know, don't get me wrong. He should have been let go. But if you're going to police the league, you need to police the league. You can't just pick and choose mm-hmm. who is singled out. Does, did he need to be singled out? Yes. Did he need to be fired? Yes. Okay, when he was fired, he resigned. But still, he was going to be fired. Yeah. He quit before he could get fired. Yeah. So, so was, you know, was any of the, the, the content recent stuff? Or was it some literally something that happened a long time ago? Some of it was recent, is up up to within like the last year or so. Or okay, two years all right, or so. all right. But because it, I mean, I mean, I mean, you just look at you know we talked about this the other week about how we don't use the the word faggot anymore. You know, every single one of us is guilty of that 
20 years ago. If I sent an email or something and I got fired today because of that, I'd be pretty pissed off. Correct. Yeah, because I have grown as a person and that's exactly what happened to James Gunn. Yeah. I mean that they came crawling back to him, but not everybody is that damn good, (laughs) you know. Right. Well, what happens initially, and I think that was Gunn's situation, was that initially there's a there's an outcry, you know, a few people are very loud, but then the sensible people stand up and say, look, you fucked up, and this is how you fucked up, and you need to admit you fucked up and make a correction, right. and then they listen to the sensible people because the sensible people, there are more of them than there are those loud, obnoxious, you know, individuals. That really don't have a fucking clue what they're talking about. Wish it seemed like it more of the time. I, I know it does. It, sometimes it takes a little bit of time to, to suss out. And unfortunately it doesn't happen more often. Yeah. And it really does need to happen more often. Like the whole thing with Dave Chappelle and Netflix this week, you know, mm-hmm. that's all blowing up. And I heard a little bit about that. And well, Netflix you know, has his back though on it, right? It, it seems like it. And that is shaky ground. So I, I don't even want to get into justifying anything my final word on that is comedy should be untouchable comedy has been what pushed our limits what pushed free speech i mean if you look at what the the lenny bruce and all of them did uh back in the day comedy should be untouchable yes sometimes it's going to piss people off sometimes it's going to make people angry or feel uncomfortable but you can do all this canceling stars and all this stuff i mean that's one thing but if you effectively censor comedy i think we're in trouble as an entire species mm-hmm. i mean there there have been comedians who've said you know bad shit about fat people and hairy people you know it's it's something you just have to deal with and i think that we comedy is part of the soul of the human race agreed i agree no doubt yeah so. all right moving on um kev it's got you geeked mm-hmm I'm leaving tomorrow at noon, taking a little five or so hour drive to New Jersey for a little ride, uh, three days, 400 miles off road. Uh, A little something something I never told you guys about the uh, motorcycle I ride, uh, the one I'll be taking with me. Um, uh, I'm going to do a comparison first to give you a little um, uh, feel of what, what I'm sitting on. My wife's Ultima makes 165 horsepower. That's what the Nissan stated when we purchased it back in 2013. My motorcycle, when it rolled off the showroom floor, makes 165 horsepower. Um, I've changed a few things on it, so it probably gets a little bit more than that. And I've also taken a few things off to make it a little lighter. And in the world of power sports, 10 pounds is equivalent to about a horsepower. So between what I've done performance-wise and what I've done weight-wise, I think I've significantly increased the uh, the potential of the bike. Um, it's a it's a what's called a dual sport or um, adventure bike, big uh, big bike, thirteen hundred plus cc's V twin. Um, and uh, I know I say V twin, and people start thinking about Harley's. It's nothing like that. It's Actually, like, I was thinking about the phone from LG, but go on. Yeah, V two. Yeah, the V two. Yeah, something. Yeah, uh, almost almost as fast as the V two was when it was brand new. Um, much faster than it was after you had it for six months. Um, but uh, that was a joke. You guys can laugh. <laughs> no, I got it. I, I was going to say anything is faster than my V20. That's actually the phone I own. 
Okay. So anyway, this Pine Barrens 400 is uh, it's a pretty exclusive event, only riding, only allowing 200 riders in. Uh, you had to pre-register for it. Um, it's a pretty restricted area. You have to meet some uh, uh, emissions regulation, not not gaseous emissions, but sound emissions. And um, the bike has to be equipped with, equipped with a spark arrestor. It has to be street legal. Um, so there's no, you know, two-stroke uh, motocross bikes out here. There's nothing super loud or obnoxious. I mean, a motorcycle riders are obnoxious, period. So there's, there's that. Because um, all we do is talk about motorcycles. But um, Kev, are you using your bedroom voice? Because I'm having a hell of a hard time hearing you. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe my mic is, maybe my mic isn't. I don't know. It's not picking me up. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, it's fun. It's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be a few days. It's supposed to rain like a bastard on Saturday, so we'll see what happens on Saturday. Um, 170 miles on Friday. We just got the GPX tracks uh, for the GPS, so um, I was taking a look at those. Um, that's day one. I'll get day twos uh, probably by the end of the day on Friday, so I have to load everything Friday night for Saturday, and then I'll get day three Saturday for Sunday. Nice. Is this the New Jersey Pine Barrens? Yep. No way. You, you got to have a camera ready in case you see the Jersey devil. I was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So, yeah. So uh, um, there's rumor that um, it's, it's a, uh, it's a thing. I've been down there for a ride before the hammer run is something that also happens. And that's in November. And that's a dual sport ride. So that's smaller bikes and that's more closed course. Um, but they have to be street legal also. Um and uh, there was there's a rumor of it uh, that year that it was around. I didn't see it myself, um, but uh, hey, you know, uh, you never know. Nice. See what happens? See what happens? So I'm pretty excited. Pretty excited going down with a friend of mine, and uh, it's gonna be a good time. Got an Airbnb. The, the motel that is the um, call it the uh, start finish or ground zero, whatever whatever you want to call it. It's the meeting the meetup point to start the day and to finish the day um it was full so we just got an airbnb I, I i'm happy with that anyway because i get more parking that way and i can leave my truck and trailer there i don't have to worry about it perfect um, yeah get out of town a little ways about 10 miles from we're, we're 10 miles from the start finish which should be pretty cool bikes already been working on it all week um put new tires on it change the oil Took the rear wheel off, found out I needed rear brakes. Thankfully, I had them on my shelf. I put those in. Um, yeah, pretty happy. Pretty happy to go. Since I couldn't do the ride in, in Canada. I mean, I probably could have, but I didn't. Um, so this will hopefully make up for that. Awesome. You'll have to check in. We'll have to post updates for you if, if you're able to. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try to get some pictures out to you and stuff, and uh, you know, maybe some video. Um, awesome. I haven't really planned on taking my GoPro. Um, I just don't have any way to mount it, and I haven't, I haven't set it up, mounting my helmet or anything like that. And I just probably won't. I just don't know. I, I, I got enough to deal with. Uh, I got to keep batteries in a GPS. I got to take care. I got to keep track of my phone, and I'm going to have to worry about the guy that's going with me because he doesn't really take care of his equipment very well. So sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And dodging cryptids. So, yeah, sure. Whatever that means. I don't know what that means. Scary stuff. But 
anyway, moving on. Uh, so what's got me geeked? I, I actually have two. Um, um, first of all, just announced uh, Masters of the Universe Revelations Part 2 finally gets a release date. That's November 23rd on Netflix. Uh, this is another uh, five 30-minute episodes all dropped at once. So by uh, the 25th, I'll have it all watched and I'll either be very disappointed or still quite happy because I, I liked the first half. I thought it was great. Uh, but second and more importantly to me, Kylie's next competition. That is uh, Saturday, uh, right in Camillus. It's our home gym. They're doing a huge thing called uh, Ninja Fest. It's like a big uh, festival atmosphere, I guess they say. And um, we got confirmation of when she goes. She goes Saturday afternoon. Um, her flight, which is her grouping of uh, mature kids, female, uh, starts at 2 o'clock. Um, and she is scheduled to be the 77th um, competitor that she runs 77th overall. Um, as you know, we've got a big thing about uh, our, uh, I can't get it right, our matched numbers here. So I, I feel like that's that's going to be good luck for the kid. Um, so I'm super excited about that. We're going, she's got her cheering section going. The whole family will be there. And um, she's excited. Um, I mean, she's coming off of not being able to practice for the last two weeks so i mean she has tomorrow night for practice and she's she's a little concerned she, she was able to do some stuff here but um she hasn't done her own practice but she's she's optimistic but a little nervous um and if anybody hasn't figured out why by now she hasn't been able to practice we're going to discuss that more um <laughs> in the rest of the episode uh, but yeah, that's that's what's got me geeked. All right, guys, what you playing? I only had a chance to play one thing this week that's new, um, and only for a few minutes. Uh, but I had my eye on it in the Oculus Store, and I'm like, you know what? That sounds like a really good concept. I picked up Angry Birds VR, and I gotta say, it, it's pretty cool. Only played a little bit. You're holding the slingshot with one hand, the other hand, you pick up the birds, you put them there, you pull it back and you do it in real time. And you can actually move around the towers. There's different oh, wow. vantage points you can get to. And I'm not going to say that this is like the second coming of video games, but when I heard about it, I'm like, you know, that's something that, that makes sense to move to VR. It could be cool. And mm -hmm. it really is. So if you ever get a chance to play Angry Birds in VR, take it. It's fun. <laughs> nice. Cool. That would right. be fun. That would be fun. Corbs. Golf? Uh, no, no. I fuck, fuck that game. <laughs> he did rage quit. <laughs> I, you know, I, rage, I rage quit on that thing big time. Especially when you, you were going making like billion, a billion dollars a day or some shit like that to make it nothing. I was like, fuck that. I got to ask, Corbs, what do you think? What else do you think you could have done with the time that you spent playing that game you no longer play now? Oh. Solve the world hunger. Maybe figure out world peace. I don't know. So now I'm I got sorry, that. man. That's all right. I got to do a game. Uh, I saw it on one of the ads when I was playing one of my other games. Which have you ever? Oh, they always get you. <laughs> but have you ever watched the ads in the games? Mm -hmm. I try not to. But have you ever noticed that like the people that are doing the ad part of the games are stupid as fuck? Mm -hmm. Yes. How would I purpose. know that? My sound is down. They do it on purpose. 
But I don't know what you mean. Well, yeah, I, I figure they do it on purpose to, to lure you into the game. Right. They, they'll have a simple, you know, scenario, whatever it is, and they fail and you can see how they fail. It makes you want to go get the game so you can do it the correct way. I just, I just look at the thing and go, you're a dumbass. So, but I, I the creators of the game are looking at you through your camera going, you're a dumbass. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> I'm sure they are. Uh, I downloaded a game called, it's called West Game. It's West a, Game? Yeah. Okay. It's you can get more generic than that. Right, well, you can't. It's basically you're a, you're a sheriff in the old West and you've got to create a town. It's kind of like oh, puzzles wow. and zombies and puzzles and survival or whatever the hell that game yeah. is. So it's kind of like that. Um, I was doing it because I found it in my one of my other games that I play where you can earn spoons for the cooking game. You got to get to certain levels by a certain time. Yeah, don't laugh at me. I love my cooking game. Leave me alone. No, so, no, it's great. That that's 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 great. That's... So, but I've been playing that. So it's it's fun. It's it's kind of boring, you know. You you click on a few things and you let it run in the background. You shut your phone off or whatever, and it runs. And then you go back in an hour later and collect all the corn and wood and stone and all that stuff. And you fend off troops. You got to go out in the in the world and you know mine for ore and stuff yep. like that. So the game it's not looks, a bad game. It's yeah, it's a familiar game engine by the look of it. It looks like it's. It's a, got a couple iterations out there. Yeah, they basically for every genre they've got one yeah. that fits into that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I've been messing around with that for about the past week or so. Nice, another time waster. It is a time waster. Mm -hmm. Most of them are. I mean, that's that's what we're doing. That's what they're yeah. there for. So, that's it for me. Nice. I'm uh, I'm still playing WWE Mayhem. Working my way through that, trying to uh, unlock uh, my first manager, which is going to be Miss Elizabeth. They uh, they have all these tiered Ooh, events yeah. you have to get through. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm almost there. the The last thing I have to do is I have to earn forty gold bars so I can buy a a loot loot case from the store to get it, and so I can unlock her. And gold is not easy to get. It takes a while. Basically, they give you gold bars when you level up. Uh, and she's hard to unlock. As far as I know, only Macho Man and Lex Luger ever managed to do that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm next on the list. Then. <laughs> and everybody else has played this game for the last two years. But... Mm -hmm. um, so, Kev, what are, uh, what are you playing? Fucking bone games it's it's bone. the bedroom bone. voice it, it's like bone you're trying games. to talk me out of my I'm pants so or something fucking sick of these fucking things you know i i got this stupid castle fucking tower defense game called kingdom rush and i was i was so close to uninstalling it i'm like man i just can't figure this out i can't get past these levels <sighs> And then I go look at one of the strategy guides and I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. Now I'm on wave two. I'm going through everything because, you know, you got all the different towers. You beat all the towers, you know, at the easy level. 
And then you've got the next level, which of course, you know, it's more difficult. They don't give you a hero. They don't give you, you know, certain towers. You know, you have a limit to how many towers, you know, how many uh, upgrades um, or a limit to the number of lives. You get one life, you know, instead of the 20 or whatever for the easy level. And Only I figured one out, life. What the hell? Well, well, yeah, <sighs> right. So, so you figure out that level, you know, you figure out how to do that. And then, you know, now, so now it's interesting again. And here I am fucking playing it again. I was just playing it. We came back online. <laughs> I was so ready to get rid of that goddamn game. Now it's fun. I'm going to correct myself because I misheard you. <laughs> I thought you said only one wife. I'm like, this is a fucking, a fucking one of those like polyamorous <laughs> games. What the fuck? So, sorry, one life is what a you said. A tower defense dating you, sim. It probably you heard what you wanted to hear. I don't want more than one wife. are the one that has something going on here. It's nothing to do with me. I just want to make it clear why I was saying only one wife. Okay. So, okay. okay. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, okay. man. Continue. My bad. Whatever. And settlers, you know, they're finally figuring out what the hell they're doing. Come to find out, uh, Blue Bite had somebody helping them. They had a they had a they had contracted with someone to help them convert the game over from Flash to uh, um, the Unity engine that they're using. Yeah. And uh, uh, they finally they finally got done with their major conversion. You know, they walk away in the game. I mean, I guess it's converted, but it was working like shit. But as they've been working on it, they've been smoothing it out, and it's been getting better and better. You know, it's been working better. So I've stayed right with it. You know, I've, I make sure I get my crystals every day or whatever the hell they are so I can, you know, build up stuff. And I'm still playing that. But nice. I mean, there's that thing where I'm sitting here doing something and it just sits over there and it just runs, you know, just keeps one of my monitors active. That's really all it is. Nice. But that's all I'm doing. All right. Well, it sounds like it's time for Kev's Tabletop Review. Oh, boy. And you guys aren't the only ones with a little bit of foreshadowing going on. So... The game I have this week is called Uncontrolled Squid. Mm -hmm. Came out in 2005, and I'm going to read a little bit about it off of my favorite website, BoardGameGeek.com. Uh, who's afraid of the big bad squid? I'm sure you know two to eight or even more players who aren't. Object, uh, object, establish your supremacy over all other squid cults by retaining the favor of the squid totem for three rounds. I'm going to read you a little bit about how you win the game. Players playing in teams attempt to control the squid totem by playing the highest card each round. However, if two players tie for highest card, the totem goes to whoever played the lowest card. If all players tie, the totem returns to the center of the table. Each player plays their own set of cards made up of one entire suit from a deck of cards. So pretty easy to play. This isn't something you really have to go buy. You can just do this. 
once you understand what the rules are. You can just grab a deck of cards, have a seat, and just play with some friends. Each time a team or the totem wins, that team or the totem gets a point. The first team to get three points wins. However, if the totem gets three points or if all cards are played without a winner, the totem wins and everyone else loses. There are also some various of these rules available on the website. So my suggestion, go to boardgamegeek.com, read a little bit about squid, uncontrolled squid here, read about what people did to create their own totem for the game, and then read about some of the variants. Because I got to tell you, this sounds like a fun game. It's not just a review of a game that I may never play. I'm definitely playing this one. I definitely have everything I need to play this game. And the next time I'm over to Paul's, this is the game we're playing. Okay. Uncontrolled Squid, a game of squid supremacy. Hey, Paul's going to be out that day. <laughs> yes, probably. Probably. Probably get sick or some shit. I don't know. So, yes, Uncontrolled Squid. Again, just a little bit of foreshadowing there. All right. And on that note, I think we're going to throw it to commercial and we'll come back to the news. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. Before you go to the first family event since the pandemic began and your mother, who was hosting it, fails to tell anyone she was tested two days before, then find us out she's COVID positive two days later. Here's the news. And if I forget just why I taste thanks to her, she can make her own fucking turkey gravy this Thanksgiving. 
First up, Shatting on Top of the World. The iconic 90-year-old captain of the Enterprise, William Shatner, rode a Blue Origin rocket shaped like a penis into space today. He is now the oldest human to have been in space. It also gives new meaning to his 1978 recording of a rocket man. I just hope the three other crew members weren't wearing red. Next up, with a name like Dean, you'd think he'd be smarter. Former heartthrob and top Mario Lopez impersonator Dean Cain stated this week that making Superman gay is neither brave nor bold. Just a publicity stunt. All of the news outlets fail to mention in the lead that this is Superman's son, not Clark Kent. This has stirred up a ton of online trolls who appreciate oppressing gays in Christian movies starring Dean Cain and Kevin Sorbo. When asked how he felt about this, or when asked how he, how he felt about two men kissing, Kane said, oh yeah, I guess it makes me smile. I mean, angry, really angry, said every tranny-obsessed Christian ever. Sounds like a denial. Next up, Will Poulter has been cast as Adam Wardlock in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. The four people who know who that is, plus Al Sedano, cheered. And finally, Chinese filmocracy. It's been reported that Marvel's Eternals will not be released in China, partly due to negative comments by the director, Chloe Zhao, uh, she made about her early life there. There's also another reason. This year is the centennial of the CCP, which I can only assume stands for can't cope with progress. <sighs> there goes our Chinese market, Paul. The CCP required that cinemas show two propaganda films per week this year. This is limited screens and does not mesh well with Marvel's general message of don't be a dick and evil regimes are evil. That would be like a double feature of The Passion of the Christ in Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses, except House of a Thousand Corpses are the good guys. That one kind of got away from me. And that's the news, kids. After a week off and with my general mood, I found this hard. It was hard to find humor in a world where we only care when white social media girls go missing and are murdered before having the chance to rock bottom out on OnlyFans.com. Paul? In other news, wow. in Cleveland, it is illegal to catch mice without hunting license. Back to you, Corbs. Wow. Did you say catch mice without a hunting license? Yes. All right. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, but I went there. Wow. <laughs> I'm just thinking I missed out. I mean, I'm like... All right. Yeah, no one ever said I had good taste, right? I mean, that's, it was... That's okay. That, 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 was, I like that was awful. That was awful. <laughs> I knew you would. You degenerate bastard. Yep. <laughs> I mean, oh god, <laughs> I got nothing. I'm done. <laughs> Wait. So the movie I decided to do this week is uh, DC Cab. I don't know how many people have actually ever seen this movie. Now I get it. That's why you're dressed like Mr. T. Maybe. I should have been <laughs> a monk. I'll pity the fool and get in my cab. The DC Cab Company is is down on is it is a down on its luck cab company in Washington D.C. New in town, Albert comes to town to follow his dream of owning a cab company. Big dreams. Big dreams. Oh. And sees his best opportunity to do so is by joining his father's war buddies company, DC Cab. 
owned by Harold Oswald. Harold oversees a ragtag group of drivers who are more like Animal House than Taxi. However, when the cab companies come up against a group of child kidnappers and a mysterious priceless violin, DC Cab may ultimately turn around for the good if they survive. So, I mean, it stars, as you all already told you, stars Mr. T. I bet he thought his career was on the upswing here. <laughs> it really was. It stars everybody's favorite person, Gary Busey. So you got a bunch of different. It's got Marshall Wolf, Warfield in it, Bill Mars in it, Paul Rodriguez, um, Animal Mother from Platoon uh, from uh, Full Metal Jacket, Adam Baldwin. He's he stars as Harold or not Harold. I take that back as Albert. Um. So I mean, it's it's a bad movie. I'm not gonna lie. It's a bad movie. It really is. There's no good in it at all. There's nothing good about it. No, that, that's what you're saying. No, but unfortunately, I still watch it. When it's, on. <laughs> it's one of those. One of those movies. It's, it's, it's like a train wreck. You just can't look away. All Wait, right. When is that ever on? On stars all the time. Oh, really? Star. Yeah. Somebody lost a bet. They, they play a lot of old movies on there. Like I've seen on there. That's on there. Airplane, Airplane 2. Um, but those are good movies. Yeah, right. and there's some bad movies on there too. But there's a lot of there's there's eighties movies. They have like a channel strictly directed to the eighties. So, see, I saw DC Cab in a video store once and never again. Yeah, I saw it in a, I saw it in a video store where I worked, and that was the only time I ever saw it because after oh. that they took it off the shelf. And you worked in a video it. store? I did. I used to work at Blockbuster. Oh. Was it right next to a convenience store? It was not. Hmm. Actually, no, it was next to an auto parts store. <laughs> there oh. you go. Kind of did the same thing. Did you ever play soccer on the roof? No. Couldn't yeah, get so you're kind of part of our cultural history. I am. Yeah. <clears throat> I worked there for four years. Nice. S- similar topic. Did you re- did you ever know that people actually recreate blockbuster video stores in their basements? Really? Why? You that was going to be my question. You got to go on YouTube and you got to look up. I created a video store in my basement, dude. There isn't just one video. There's <laughs> ma- many, well, you, you many. Know, you know that the only blockbuster video store left was in like Portland, Oregon. So like they turned it into an Airbnb. Really? I thought it was still going. No, it's it's gone now. I I think they still have like part of it, but they turned it in also turned it into an Airbnb. Yeah. It's, it's like you can go spend the night at the video store and watch movies. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, So that gives a new turn to the word B and B. (laughs) Blockbuster buddies. Bed and Blockbuster. They're not serving you breakfast. Come on. Right. Yeah, you're B&B. B&B, Block and Buster. There you go. <laughs> so, so do you want to hear what uh, Ebert had to say? Oh, you didn't give us any stars. What? What? Or, or is that what you're there, no there are no stars to give. No stars. Okay. Really? Is wow. That bad. One. It, one star. Okay, I give it one. I mean, it's. It, trust me. Trust me. It's not a good movie. You when had the average. 
you had the opportunity there to say dramatically, I have no stars to give. <laughs> this was 83. This is before Busey's motorcycle accident. So this is classic Gary Busey. Isn't everything classic Gary Busey? <laughs> I mean, I, he's so ingrained into our culture. There's a guy on Shark Week, one of the scientists, every time I see him, it's Shark Week Gary Busey because he <laughs> looks like him and he's a little crazy. That's perfect. So, so Gary Busey is like an adjective now as well. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a good movie, but like I said, I, I watch it. Although I watch most movies when they're on. I try to watch. Just if whatever's anybody, on. Yeah, whatever, if you talk to my mom or my son or my girlfriend, I can't watch one thing. I got to watch like nine different things. Commercial <laughs> on, I got to turn the channel. Gone. Yep. Yep. Like, They're like, what are you watching? I'm like, I'm watching this. I'm watching that. I'm watching this. I got that. Like, how do you know what, I know what everything's going on every, everywhere. <laughs> got eyes everywhere. All right. So Ebert, um, yeah, he I reviewed this. Uh, he, re- wait, he reviewed this movie? He did on uh, uh, December 22nd, 1983. Uh, That's bad. Uh, he gave it. Must, must have been on the downside of his career. No, that was pretty early in his career, I think. I think he came up in the late 70s. He had no downside to his career. He died at the top. (laughs) That's true. Yes. Um, He gave it two stars, Corbs. Is what he's talking about. And he says, the funniest thing about DC Cab is the first paragraph of the press release accompanying the movie. When a person takes a taxi cab ride, he or she expects to arrive safely and calmly and to remain at least as sane as when they first entered that rear door. <clears throat> Tell that to the driver I had last Sunday who was watching a portable TV in the front seat. For the first time in my life, I really believed that the next Bears touchdown was a matter of life and death. <laughs> DC Cab is not an entirely bad movie. It has its moments, but if it had used more actual taxi riding incidents and a more recognizable driver types, it could have been a little masterpiece. And you that. just swallowed that yawn hard, didn't you? That was I'm good. Really trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a ramshackle Washington cab company with drivers who are misfits, an owner who is henpecked, and enemies who are trying to force it off the streets. This company is so broke, it can't even afford the license to pick up fares at the airport. Okay. The drivers include various ethnic and social types, from an earnest young trainee to the inimitable, inimitable Mr. T. That's great, but where are some of the most universally... Not inedible. No. (laughs) I mean, anybody's edible if you're willing to take a shot. Mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shoot your shot. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's great, but where are some of the most universally recognizable taxi driver types? For example, the three main varieties of recently arrived foreign students A, those who speak no English, B, those who want to practice their English, and C, those who know a way to get to the airport using only alleys. The underlying inspiration for DC Cab doesn't seem to have been real taxi driver experiences. And no wonder. Although the movie was shot in Washington, a city where taxis are important, how else would you get to the title Basin at Midnight? Okay. The movie, Package, was assembled in Los Angeles, a city where everybody owns a car. 
Taxis have to be booked in advance, and a ride to the airport costs more than a day's car rental. Furthermore, the movie's producers are Peter Gruber, formerly chief honcho of Casablanca Records, and John Peters, who is, I read in People, Barbara Streisand's ex. How many hours a year do you think they spend in cabs? DC Cab feels like a movie with a split personality. The plot is fresh off the assembly line with a lot of nonsense about two kidnapped rich kids and how the taxi drivers team up to rescue them. A lot of time is also wasted on the story of the DC Cab Company's battle with a rival. It's attempt to improve its image and a fight over who will share a reward for a lost violin. These are all, as you can well imagine, paralyzingly boring plot ideas. There is vitality in the movie, however, and it comes directly from the cast. There are a lot of engaging actors on screen with lots of energy, and when they're set free to act goofy and clown around, it can be funny. The movie's star is Adam Baldwin, the Chicago actor seen in My Bodyguard, and he's likable. But he and everybody else in the cast are upstaged by Mr. T, who is billed as a supporting player, but has become such a personality that he dominates every scene he's in. If Nancy Reagan will sit on his lap while he wears a sleepless Santa suit, you know he's hot. The drivers create a moving mob scene. They race through the dumb plot with anarchic energy. Anarchic? Yeah, that's what it says. And when it's all over, what have you got? Mindless, likable confusion. It's not the worst thing you could have from a movie. Consumer note. Irene Cara is billed for appearing as herself. That's right. She gets into a cab, smiles, gives an autograph, and that's it. Oh, well then. Have you guys seen Mr. T lately? No. Holy shit. He looks like he went through the teleportation machine from Fly with the world's oldest Native American. It's fucking bizarre. (laughs) Uh, He doesn't even look like him anymore. And, you know... You know, black people generally age well. You know, look at Mike Tyson. He looks great for his age, and most of the actors do. But, man, I thought Mr. T, because he's all healthy, he just looked like him but old. No, he looks like a completely different person. Didn't he also have a battle with cancer? Possibly. I don't know. I've not followed Mr. T ever. Okay. Oh, you should. Follow him where? He's not doing much these days. All right. Um. Just yeah. I mean, it happens to the best of us. Hey, guys. Want a yeah. WTF file? Sure. All right. So this, uh, this happened today. Um, I was driving along on my lunch break to go get uh, medication and I, and I glance over as I'm going through a stoplight and I had to scramble so fucking fast to get this picture for you. Um, picture. Yes, this is what I saw. That's Taco <laughs> Bell. Yep. Are you seeing that over here in the, I the, am, the I right am. corner? Uh, the, the power wheels is parked at fucking Taco Bell. Smart oh, kid. man. It, it wasn't a kid. You know it wasn't. No, it was, it was some oh, white girl in her I can, pajamas. I can zoom in. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. Little pink uh Jeep Wrangler parked outside Taco Bell. Oh huh. at uh 1 30 in the afternoon on a on a Wednesday. 
Somebody lost their license. <laughs> so uh yeah, that uh that that was my what the fuck moment for the for this week. Seriously. Yeah. I'd love to see what's driving that. I didn't have time to stop. Kylie needed her ADHD meds. I told you it was a trashy white girl in her pajamas. Uh, I mean, especially in is. Liverpool. Yes. Yeah. Could have been right down from the, the trailer park right down the street there. That's probably true. About 5'1", 5'2", 350, 375, something like that. Oh, That's, no, she could have been one of those crackhead skinny ones, too. That most likely was oh, it, yeah. especially yep. for one yeah. of those vehicles. She wouldn't need the car, though. She could have just ran there or skipped or whatever, <laughs> jumped. Stumbled. Stumbled. Walking like a fucking zombie. Mm. All right. All right. Well, on, uh, on that note, I, I think uh, we'll throw it to commercial, and we'll come back and wrap this thing up. What do you say, guys? Okay. All right, stick with us, guys. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. So I, I want to throw it out there. We we didn't record last week, and that was my fault uh, because we had a COVID outbreak in my house. Um, started off with 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 Kylie. She got it first, then gave it to Kristen, and then gave it to Madison. And I remained negative the whole time. We were all tested. We all did the the quarantining. And I, I avoided it the whole way. Um, everyone's doing good. Everyone's off quarantine. We've moved on to being able to do our thing. Um, but uh, it, was, it, was, it was a good time. Uh, Madison was proudly telling the people at the drive-thru that this was her fourth COVID test. And, you know, she's all had it with this. 
but uh the rest of us it was all our first covid tests uh the kids uh, and I mean, this is this is old news to you guys. Everybody checked in with me. We talked about it from now on. But this is for for the audience, um, who also basically knows. Um, <laughs> that the, they had uh, low grade fevers and a cough. It bugged Kylie literally for an hour when she got back up from her nap because she requested to go back to sleep. She got up from her nap and she's somersaulting for the house. Uh, Madison's cough lingered. We got her antibiotics because she's known. She's prone to pneumonia, so we weren't screwing around with that. And then there's Kristen. <laughs> Kristen had mild versions of all the top hits of, of your COVID symptoms. Uh, chills, coughs, shortness of breath. Uh, and then she lost her sense of taste and sense of smell. Um, that's been a, a source of great fun in the house. You lost your um, sense of taste a long time ago. I made the same the joke. The day she married him. <laughs> no, 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 not the day she. The day she went out with dating. Him. Yes. Oh, this is true. This is true. <laughs> I made that same joke. I also, I also made um, the assertion that she is the one that brought it home because um, the Friday before all this started, um, she went out with a friend of hers for the day and they went out to um amish country going to out, out by seneca falls went to wine tasting and to the amish stores and all that and she's sending me pictures from there of her posing with a field full of cows so um it became a thing that that uh she she contracted calvin and uh <laughs> that that was a thing for the whole the whole thing and as the symptoms kept coming along it's i would keep reinforcing that it was the calvid uh, and yes i basically told the story so i could use that as a potential title <laughs> but, but everyone's doing good um she still has not gotten her smell or taste back yet oh um it, it's funny though because i mean we're still making dinners and everything and we had burgers one night and i yell out i'm like what do you want on your burger and she yells back, you know, I want mayonnaise, ketchup, and mustard. I said, why? <laughs> <laughs> and to which I got back, fuck you. <laughs> but uh, everyone's doing good. I appreciate everyone checking in. Us. That was very cool of everybody. Um, and yes, that is why we didn't record last week because I, I said I needed to to lay low and just ride this out because I didn't know if I was going to get sick to which Hugh pointed out that how much lower can I lay than sitting in the basement, talking to my friends over zoom. And he has a very good point there, <laughs> but it was a good excuse for me to watch uh, AEW dynamite instead, which was a fantastic episode, by the way. Hmm. Um, anything to add to that before we jump into what we're watching? Oh, you, you got tested. Where'd you go to get tested? Rite Aid. I did the drive-through test for that. Really? Uh, Kristen and myself went to Rite Aid uh, in Sweetheart Corners. The girls were tested at Walgreens. Okay. Uh, just those were what we could happen to get. And that's, it, it took five days for me to get my test back. Really? Yeah. The one, the one self-test I did, I did with Rite Aid and I got it back a hell of a lot faster than I thought. Well, they said that, uh, they were all backed up and, um, it was it was gonna take time. Kylie's was back in twenty four hours. That's how we knew immediately that she had it. 
I mean, but I everyone got else back, took days. I got, I got mine back in three days, and two of those days were a Saturday and a Sunday. Nice. You know, I'm concerned about that because we're going on a cruise in December, and one of the new requirements is you have to have a COVID test 48 hours before you leave. And I'm like, well, what do you do if There's, you can't get results within 48 right. hours? There are special facilities and they yep. should tell you what they are. And you're going, to, you're going to have to make an appointment and you got to make it soon. Okay. You got to make it way in advance. So we need okay. to talk to Carnival. Uh, yeah, they'll have okay. suggestions. It's probably on their website. There's probably a list. And what you do is you go on there and you get an appointment. And that's how you get it. I mean, that's how the airlines have been doing it. I got to believe. I'm really glad that you told me that because we had no idea. We figured out, we'll wait until December and then figure it out. So, right. I didn't know that either. Cause I'm, I wouldn't be so well, the vaccination doesn't get you in already. Like showing your vax card. Oh, you have to be vaccinated too, but you have to have a COVID test. Forty. Nice. Hours well, you know what? That's good that they're doing that. I mean, that, yeah. that, that way you don't end up with a bolt full of fucking. Oh. They don't Bonus. fucking care. It's their insurance the, company. The tricky part is that care. if there's no vaccine for Avery by that point, then yeah. we are not able. We, we're when we leave, we oh. either have to stay on the ship or we have to do bubble tours with them. Oh, yeah, which no some of that stuff is cool. We actually found one we want to do, but there's going to be no going off the ship and just walking around the town. You know, you have to say stay with a group, so that, that's going to kind of suck. So fingers yeah. crossed, they get that vaccine you know, out in time for her to get jabbed twice. Where are you going? Uh, Caribbean. I don't know. A couple of, it doesn't matter what fucking islands. They're all the same. It's white sand beaches and blue water and all the food I can eat. I don't give a shit. Right. Good times. Bring us back some rum. Um, okay. <laughs> Actually, that, that's what I brought back when we went on the cruise. Actually, I, I don't 06. know if we're going to the island that does the rum thing. So Nice. But isn't it more expensive to buy the shit there? Because you have no, to buy from the, the duty post. No, they're islands. It's Caribbean. It just seems like they'd have good rum. Well, yeah, but you, no. I think you have to you have to buy shit like from the the because they own the islands, at least some of them, and you have to buy the shit from their stores. So I, I don't know. Right. Maybe it is, but, I mean, everything on the ship is more expensive if go you down, go for anything that's not. Go down to the dock and talk to the guy selling the ganja. He will know where you can get the good <laughs> rum, man. And know he gets other stuff too. All right. <laughs> the, re- the reason I asked about the where you got your test from because uh, my son was homesick a couple weeks ago from school, and I decided to go and get a COVID test just to get one because he couldn't go into school without one. So once you keep once you keep more from school, you're pretty much yep, got to be done. Yep. So I decided. So I called. So I called. Well now. Well now. Well, so they opened a brand new one across the street from Wegmans on Taft Road. Saw that. Yep. Hmm. So I went online and made an appointment. Hmm. So went over to to the well now to get it to go in and get it. I walked in and like, does he have any symptoms? And I'm like, well, yeah, he's got a head cold. He's got a stuffy nose. He's got a little bit of cough. Well, we can't take him here. It's only asymptomatic. I'm like, are you freaking you you? You couldn't put that on the goddamn website. Right. I'll have to talk to somebody about that because they're part of Aspen. So they're like, oh, the place up in uh, on Fairmont in West Tennessee is taking walk-ins. Okay, so we jumped in the car and I drove to Fairmont. Mm-hmm. 
and walked into the well-known Fairmont. Come to find out, was in the wrong well-known. There's literally one, three or four doors up. Yes, you look at me like that, Paul. You are correct. I didn't realize there was one literally up the fucking street. That's wild. So I drove up to that one. I walked in like, we don't have any. We're booked the rest of the day. Yeah, I got that too. We were there at 9.30 in the morning when I tried to get Madison tested and they were already over capacity for the day, they said. Yep. Get out. Yeah. They weren't even letting anybody in the door. So the, so I talk, was talking to the girl, the, the nurse of the thing. She's like, well, hang out for an hour. Go sit in your car for an hour. Come back in. We may get a cancellation. We do. I'll hold, the, I'll hold it for you. <coughs> and then you can. We'll get your son tested. It's okay. So my son and I sat in the car. You know, Nothing. Walked back in after an hour, no appointment. The girl next to her is like the one in Liverpool at Glenwood, Glenwood Crossing just reopened. They've got appointments for taking walk-ins. So I jumped in the car, drove to Glenwood Crossing, and walked in and got him got him in to be seen. Nice. So I started at I left my I left here at 10 at 1015. I got home at about Three, three o'clock, two thirty, oh, just to get him a COVID test. I believe it. And then on top of that, so I kept him home Thursday. This was all. This all happened on Thursday. Friday, I get the results, and they send you a text message saying your results are in. Go to this website. I go to the website. I can't log in, so I can't get his test results. So I'm trying my entire, I tried for my entire lunch to get a test results. I couldn't get in. With they, they kept texting me a new, like I'd go in and put a, send me a code, get a new code, wouldn't work. Bullshit. I put in my email, I put in his email, I put in my phone number, everything. Nothing worked. So after an hour and 10 minutes of me trying to get in to the website to get a result, I just straight up called. Well, <laughs> right. I'm like, I need to know his results. I got to know if I can send them back to school on Monday. So I kept trying to get in the website. It won't let me in. It goes like, oh, he's negative. Right Thanks. Okay. Yep. Come on. I'm like, you really serious? And I said, well, why couldn't I get in the website to get the fucking results? Why couldn't I get the results? So they must have, they must have typed it in wrong at the, the lab or whatever. And that's why. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. So that's my, that was my, that's my COVID story. That's good. That's fun. So. Ah. Hey guys, I just had something pop up in my newsfeed, which I think is of, of vital importance. This came out today. Uh, apparently, our, our former president was interviewed uh, about the election, and he said that uh, he believes that Republicans will withhold their votes in 2022 and 2024 if the 2020 election fraud isn't resolved. And he added, that is the single most important thing for Republicans to do. So for the very first time, I have to say I agree with Donald Trump. Have them withhold their votes. Have them withhold their votes. Absolutely. (laughs) I I agree with him. He is absolutely right. Until we resolve the fraud that didn't happen, they should absolutely withhold their votes. That that's perfect. (laughs) I I love it. It's on Newsweek if you want to check it out. It just popped up. And I was I'm just like, are you kidding? I'd be okay. We'll, We'll we'll go with that. Idiot. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, so so guys, 
What you watching? Should we start with the weeklies? Well, let's before we get to those, I, I have one thing to say. I started it last time and I, I finished it and I just wanted to throw it out there. Midnight Mass, if you haven't watched it, fucking watch it. Holy shit. That's horror though, right? So that's not it something. Is. Yeah, okay. Oh no, but but there's no uh, there's no sex or anything in it. So okay. I mean, depending on what they're comfortable with, um, there definitely is some horror and some blood and stuff like that, but damn. I can see why Netflix signed Mike Flanagan to a long-term deal. That's one of the best shows I've, I've watched in a long time. Final episode gets a little slow, um, but everything up until that point, and even that episode, some of the best TV that's come out this year. Awesome. Uh, Kev, Kev looks confused. No, no, I, I'm right with you. I'm right with you. I okay. haven't seen it, though. Nice. Yeah, you definitely should check it out. It's really fucking good. Very cool. And this isn't like there's no sequel. There's no second season. This was a contained story. So they were able to actually have stakes. And yeah, you know how sometimes it's really it's better if they're writing it as if there isn't going to be any more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's me too. But not well not... done stakes because fuck those people. Oh. Yeah. Why would you do that? Exactly. Nothing sets off the taste of a good steak, lox, and ketchup. (laughs) All right. So the weeklies, where do we start? Uh, Uh, You got the list. I do. I'm trying to to see where to go. Uh, What if? Like that happened last week, and uh, the 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 season finale, I guess, because it's already yeah. been confirmed we're getting a second season. Um, that was pretty cool. I I like the fact that mm-hmm. we pulled everybody in. But yeah, all right, Kev. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't I see something about some article or somebody talking about how. These what ifs aren't necessarily standalone. Uh, exactly. That's what we're finding out is like this. This is going to have a bigger impact on the MCU going forward. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, look at if you look at what they did there, and we have multiverse of madness coming up. You could totally have Captain Carter show up. Mm-hmm. Um, you you kind of have a replacement for T'Challa as Black Panther. I mean, there, there, there are a lot of seeds said that I don't know if they would go there, but I mean, they certainly have talked about Michael B. Jordan. You know, he's one of the people rumored, you know, to take up the mantle. That would be one way to pull it off, even though he was kind of a dick in that. But still. Yes, but that was a great twist. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely like the Guardians of the Multiverse idea. That was cool. Uh, except uh, one of the members we really hadn't seen before. And that was uh, Gamora, Slayer of Thanos. And apparently that's because that episode got pushed to season two. That was supposed to be part of season one, but they ran out of time due to COVID, and that's going to be part of season two. So it's kind of a a backwards prequel. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's all. I dug it. I dug the whole first season. That was really cool. Is the, yeah. next, is, it, is the next one coming out? Is that the Hawkeye one? Yes. Also at the end of November. November 24th, that premieres. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Yes. And, and now 
Hugh, I understand what you're talking about. Now I've seen Black Widow and watched through the end ah. credits. So now yeah. I get yeah, it. I watched it too. Uh, very good movie. I enjoyed that. Yeah. That was that was definitely cool. I think a lot of it was lost on the kids. It wasn't a Marvel superhero movie like they were expecting it to be. But that that was a good movie. Now I have to add that because I forgot about that one. That's got to go to the list. Um, <clears throat> let's see what else. Um, I see that Heels has wrapped up its season. It did. Yeah, that that was great. Yeah, um, was- I really hope they get renewed. Yeah, me but too. Man, but if but if it ends like that, it's almost a perfect season of TV. Nice. And now Wait, that it's not- done, I'm gonna have to start. Yeah, I, I haven't yeah. seen it. Nope. Yeah, I like that episode too. But I, I, I would like to see him come back for a second season because I want to see where uh, Ace ends up. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with you that there's part of me that wants to see more, but I don't know. I mean, I guess you could call that a cliffhanger, but there are a lot of seasons that t- of TV where the, la- the last episode, you're excited to watch it, and then it pisses you off. If you, if you, without knowing if they're getting renewed, if you look at that as this could be just one season of TV, I don't think they could have ended it better. Like they stuck the landing, like not just stuck it, they stuck it hard. Yeah. They stickied that landing. <laughs> I mean, it gives them room to move on, but if they don't move on, it was perfect. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited to watch it now that I can actually get stars, blast through the whole thing, and be a heavy man. So. Yeah, it's it's. I, I enjoyed watching it. It was one of those was when I saw that it was coming out. When I was watching Stars. Saw that they had the previews for it or whatever, and I was like, "This looks like this could be cool." So I was happy. I I enjoyed watching it. So nice. Hmm. Did you Kev watch it, Kevinator? It. <laughs> no. This is a theme. There's always one show that. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Uh, Titans. Is everybody caught up on this except Corbs, since apparently those DVDs are lost in the ether somewhere? Well, they're definitely not up in the Adirondacks. <laughs> they're not here either. That's, that's I don't know. Kev, you caught up on Titans? I may not have seen it all the way through it. The, the season's over, right? No. No, I don't think we're caught up. I think um we stopped watching it because we started watching something else the other day that you're going to discuss shortly yes we can't we can't pull away from it every time we have enough time we're watching an episode or two and uh wow uh i'm still enjoying it and it just uh, our uh antagonists oh. just keep getting crazier and crazier <laughs> i, lo- yeah. I, I love, love it i love titans i think it's a great, so good. great series Except for that one stupid episode. Which I disagree on. I enjoyed the episode, but the logic of it does kind of fall apart. Especially with what we got in this one with him basically saying, I came back and I'm all better. Yeah. Yeah. That As soon as that, that was displayed, I'm like, what? But moving on. Yeah, I think um, we saw through to where uh, Bruce ends up in the... Yeah. In the in the castle, and they bring Donna back and stuff. Or, All right, yeah, yeah you're uh, two behind then. You're getting yeah, there. I think I think that's I think we ended up having to 
turn that one off. I think somebody came to the door and, and we had to turn that one off. And you were like, oh no, we can't let anyone know we watch a superhero show. Oh no, I don't care about that. <laughs> I really don't. And finally, the last one that I have on the weekly is The Walking Dead. The OG wow. series because I haven't started World Beyond yet. Um, yeah. So cool. that was mid-season finale. Yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Uh, did not see Leah's betrayal, Leia's betrayal coming. That shocked I me. That. I saw that coming long, long, long. No, I thought we were going to get the happily ever after with them. I, I should have known better. Should have fucking known better. Did you know she was going to kill Pope? Um, I had a sneaking suspicion on that. I actually thought it was going to be Daryl that did it, not her. But that was fucking cool. And I was glad to see him go. I he just graded on me. I did not like him one bit. It's really too bad though. He had the potential to be a big baddie. He yeah, did. I, you know, I, I did. I did hear that he was only. They talked about it from the beginning. It was only going to be a short arc for him. And now I know what. They probably couldn't <laughs> afford him at this point. <laughs> you, you know, I, I'm kind of glad though. I understand what you're saying. But The Walking Dead in the past has had a bad habit of holding on to villains for too long. And when he died, I was like, well, you know, at least they're not doing that. We're not going to get a bunch of filler episodes, uh, yeah. you know, so that we can have that eventual confrontation, you know, eight episodes from now. Very yeah. true. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm interested to see kind of what happens with like Alexandria and all that with uh, Judith and uh, Gracie. Gracie, yeah. Yeah. Who are trapped in the basement with the water pouring in through the windows, which I didn't think it looked like it was raining that bad, but apparently it's a hurricane. That's Movie my assumption. Rain. Yes. Movie rain. So, but yeah, I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see what kind of happens. I know they, they talked about, you know, no major characters were killed off. Right. In the first half of the season, usually you get at least one in the first half or even in the mid-season finale or whatever. And for them not to do that this time, it's they were everybody was kind of shocked that nobody really nobody really died, I guess. That's what the so I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. It doesn't go back till February. Right. Yeah, we got time. So we got time to discuss. All right. So, Have you been watching World Beyond as well? I don't uh, watch World Beyond. I do watch it. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, I was playing catch up because there was a lot of, since everybody was trapped at home, we were watching a lot of movies, which is what a, a couple of things I have here on my list. We've started watching Halloween themed stuff um, with the kids and we took in um, Muppets Haunted Mansion and the remake of Under Wraps. I don't know if you guys know about Under Wraps. It was actually the first Disney Channel like original movie made back in like 97 i don't watch kitty bullshit these were good uh i actually had a good time with uh, muppets haunted mansion that was that was fun there was some inappropriate jokes in that so we had a good time with that um i drew the line when the kids wanted to watch um star wars lego terrifying tales and that was just fucking dumb it was awful Uh, all those all those lego movies are just it was really bad, and Madison chose it. So <laughs> See, she's that's what you're watching with your kids to celebrate Halloween. We're currently working our way through the Scream franchise. So yeah, which kids. the new one's coming, and that looks fucking cool. 
Haven't you watched what? the trailer yet. And you Watch wonder it. why your daughter's possessed. <laughs> yeah, this is a relatively new thing, though, because there's a mm. point in time where we couldn't watch horror movies with her. Yeah. Um. So that's that's only over the summer. I want to say. I think. Yeah. No, we can't. We can't do that. They they were they were shaken to their core last Halloween by Hocus Pocus. So holy shit. They don't. They they get that trait from their mother. They, they can't. Oh, I can't actually, horror. I can't actually say that though. I've never watched Hocus Pocus. Again, it's it's. I I stay away from anything remotely kiddie bullshit. I've never even watched the entire Nightmare Before Christmas, and I oh, hear it's fantastic. And that's great. That I'm glad it's fantastic. Don't want to watch it. Yeah. Um, I did want to address another thing I saw while we were watching all this. The the, the trailer came through, and I've, I've I've got major problems with it's um. Home Sweet Home Alone. Have you guys seen this bullshit? It no. is a modern remake, basically. From what I'm seeing, it looks like basically frame by frame um, remake of Home Alone. It's the same fucking story, but they're English for whatever reason. And um, it made me mad. I actually was like, what the fuck is this shit? Um, and of course they have to throw, you know, little nods in there, like the cop that comes to look at the house and then on his, on his thing, it says McAllister. So, and I, our little boy isn't Kevin, it's fucking Max. And it just, it really bothered me. And, and you know, the, the, the criminals are, are, are a husband and wife duo. And the, the husband of course is, you know, the, the white male has to be the big pussy now. And he's afraid of everything and he can't handle prison and blah, 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 blah. And, um, the whole thing is just looks corny as fuck and it's going to be a disney plus original uh even though there's not a fucking single thing that's original in that movie but i digress uh kevin wasn't there um a show you wanted to discuss with us for the last month or so i've been seeing these memes that i had no idea where they were coming from you know, a little a little tin with what looked like a cookie in it, but it had a needle in there. Or, you know, these people racing along and somebody holding this other guy up, keeping him from falling over. These memes, memes after memes after memes. Oh, and then these people dressed in these red hoodies with red sweatpants and these black faces with what looked like, um, you know. PlayStation um, buttons. Uh, yes, PlayStation buttons on their faces. I thought and those I, were Sony advertisements. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm seeing all this stuff. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck all this is. Is this a Sony advertisement? What the hell's going on? Then the wife and I are flipping through the good old NVIDIA Shield. And there it is on Netflix. Squid Game. We watched the preview. I looked over at my wife. She looks at me and she's like, not, she didn't go hell yeah she didn't say yeah let's watch that she goes fuck yeah we're watching that <laughs> okay let me tell you a little bit about my wife there's a couple of things that she likes in movies i mean she really likes a lot of times you know we'll watch a movie whatever i'll look over you know about a half hour in she's passed out on the couch she's done you know what keeps her fucking attention movies Chris Hemsworth. Like... oh no 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 none of that shit Movies like, or, or, or movies or series like, um, oh, no, I forgot the name of it. The one where they, you, one night a week, they can go out and they can, or one night a year, they can go out and they can kill people. Purge. 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 Fucking loves a purge. Anything purge. If it's on, she's glued to it. Nice. I don't know why. Okay, she, she likes you know, violence. 
Well, hold on. She also likes The Walking Dead, loves it. We watch it together. She glued right to it. You know, we got to be right there every single week. The other thing she's been doing is she watches or listens to these podcasts mm-hmm. about, you know, murder this, small town murder that, you know, uh, crime and sports, you know, all this shit about how people have, you know, done this shit and how they try to get away with it and they didn't get away with it and how they got caught. She loves this shit. I mean, the gore, you know, somebody falling, you know, from great heights and their, you know, brain splattered all over the floor with, you know, gray matter coming out and all that. It's still, you know, that's still disgusting, but she's right into it. You know, she's got to be right there. And she loves this series. You know, we, we, we get into it. We're like, okay, we got to watch one. We got to watch another one. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to give you a brief synopsis and I'm not going to tell you anything that's going to ruin this for you because you need to watch this. It's it's that screwed up that you got to watch it so you can understand why it's doing phenomenally well on Netflix. It's like the most watched series on Netflix, and I mean, tying for like the most watched ever. Originally Korean, okay, dubbed in English. Now there's two ways to watch this, as I understand it. You can watch it with their they're still Korean language the whole bit. And then you get English subtitles or there's a Korean version that's English dubbed. And then we turn subtitles on anyway, because we like to watch the, you know, we like to read the subtitles so we don't miss anything. We're watching the Korean dubbed to English with subtitles version. If, if there is that other version I told you about the one where they're in Korean, I haven't found it. I've just heard that, there, that it exists. So set in, set in South Korea, um, People are brought into this game. I'm going to leave it at that. Brought into this game, almost 500 of them are brought in initially. And they are presented with an opportunity to win a lot of money. Okay. All these people are, you know, some of them are, some of them were wealthy. Some of them were poor. Some of them were smart. Some of them are not so smart, but they're down on the luck. And this is an opportunity for them to win this big money as long as they can go and follow the rules. You play the games, you follow the rules, and somebody walks away with all the money. And they're playing kids' games. Hmm. Tell you what the very first one is. Red light, green light. Anybody that doesn't make it to the finish line in time gets eliminated permanently. Yes. Dude. And there's a lot of other stuff going on. There's other stuff going on. It's you got to watch it. You got to just like you get inside these people's heads and what's going on, you know, we got players and then the people, you know, that, that are that are actually the workers, you know, and then the people that run it. Yeah. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. I, I definitely right. want to check that out. There's there's three symbols, too, on the black faces. There's three symbols, circle, triangle, and square. And they are very important what they are. And you will find that out when you watch. Nice. All right. Yeah, Squid Game. 
Awesome. Uh, we're almost done. We're we're close. We're I think we watched. We are almost seven. done. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, one minute. Less than one minute. Okay. Yeah. That was. It's good. You got to watch it. Awesome. I guess it's wisdom nuggets time then. Do it. Do it. Quick. quick, quick All quick. right. <laughs> Fries or salad sums up every adult decision you need to make. Good night, everybody, and mega money, bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production.